It's time to decide. You must choose your subscription box. Do you want fluffy, fuzzy things? Do you want a watch that you'll barely even wear? How about more collectibles to fill the shelves in your room? No! You don't want that. You want horror movies, and you want them on DVD. No, you want them on Blu-ray. Well, buddy, it must be an omen, because here I am, and here's HorrorPack.com. Join HorrorPack.com for $19.99 a month and get three killer DVD movies plus one exclusive. Or join up for $24.99 a month and get three Blu-ray blood soakers and an exclusive each month. There, now you've made up your mind. Or I have. HorrorPack.com for the best scare anywhere. Uh, earlier this week, Terry Jones of Monty Python passed away at 77 after having to deal with dementia for about five years or so. Uh, it's very sad news to us. We're big Monty Python fans, if you hadn't noticed. So please pay your respects to one of the greats in comedy, Terry Jones from Monty Python. Ladies and gentlemen, Marcho recommends you put on your headphones now to listen to... Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Achieving Reality, the podcast. This week we talk about the movies that are coming out this year, 2020, and we go over a few of them really in depth and then go off on tangents like usual. Alright, that's all, so sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Achieving Reality, the podcast. We'll see you at the end. Bye. So it should just be Larry Duvall's into making weird noises. All right, there's the title. There's the title. There's the title. Welcome to episode 350. <laughs> uh, Larry Duvall's. Larry Duvall's. Uh, hey, Chris. Not as good as Robert Duvall's. Hey, Chris. Hey, Larry. I got, no I got movie news. Movie moves? <laughs> yes, movie moves. Oh, wait. What? I gotta flip. I gotta oh, flip. never mind. All right, what are we doing? We're collecting gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop it. I don't. It. Pick him right over there. Pating, 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 pating. 
What up, man? What up? <laughs> hey, Chris. Hey. <laughs> Should we start this again? Thank you. All right, I got movie news. Movie news? So, kind of. News about movies? And or yes. news that happened in a movie? No, not news that happened in a movie. James Bond is back on another case. Well, funny enough, yes, he is. Yeah, I hate that. It means my collection's not complete again. It will never be complete, because they will continue to make James Bond movies until they can think of nothing else for him to do. Actually, my things are actually not complete anyway. I don't have uh, Never Say Never Again. It's because you don't want it. Or the original Casino Royale. Nah. Although I do really want that soundtrack if I can find it. The one the, the one with him or the, the original Casino Royale? The original. Okay, the one with David Nivens and yeah, Woody yeah. Allen and, mm-hmm. and Peter Sellers. So, oh, it's a, it's a train wreck of a movie. But. Oh, yeah, but it was great. All right, so uh, I got a list of movies that are coming out this year. Ah, Wonder Woman. Yes. Wonder Woman in gold. Can, can I do this? I don't know. That's why I'm ramping. No Time to Die, which is James Bond 25. Just running out of titles over there. Yes. The Black Widow. Wonder Woman 1984. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of looking forward to that. I am definitely looking forward to that because just the trailer alone was so 80s. It's kind of bug nuts, too. Mm-hmm. She's using her lasso to swing from bolts of lightning. I'm like, all right, they're just, they're just going like, yeah, we're doing this shit. Yeah, <laughs> we're just going to sh- go fucking balls out crazy. All right, we're going full heavy metal on this one. Guys. Oh, yeah. Uh, Birds of Prey and its secondary title and the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. Okay, I don't know how I feel about that one, I've especially seen, with Suicide Squad 2 I've seen out. two trailers for this. The first one, I said, no, I don't want to see it. The second one said, I might see it. Well, now, the first one I saw was actually they packed it on in front of uh, it, part two. Mm-hmm. It starts off, but the screen comes up, and you see these red balloons come up from the bottom of the screen. Mm-hmm. And then... And they come up and reveal it's Harley Quinn. Right. Like, oh, you're sneaking another fucking trailer in. Yeah. That already, that already puts you off a little bit. Like, oh, well, you're trying to trick me. The first one that I saw might have been that one. If it had been her chasing it around in an open field, you know, yeah. pudding, pudding. That would have been funny <laughs> okay. as shit. Yeah, I would. I like, I like scary clowns. <laughs> <laughs> I like, like, okay, I'll, I'll I like the characters in it because I, I read the Birds of Prey comic. It was a great comic. It doesn't seem like it's going to translate well. Yeah. And that's where my problem is. You know? Then they've got the... Uh, reach the now been changed. Uh, rating has been changed to PG-13. New Mutants, which is supposed to be a horror movie. But they changed it from a hard R to a nice fluffy PG-13. It's because it's... it's I don't care. It's... Kid driven, but if you're gonna make a hard R movie, make a hard R movie. Well, they may not have made because that thing's been in. That thing's yeah, been, it's been in the making shot for like a long three time. years. They probably made a PG-13 movie and then decided, hey, we'll go shoot some extra scenes, make it an R. You know, the people in, but then somebody watched it and said, like, you know, yeah, those don't work. You're just throwing in some nudity so you can make yeah, it a hard or, R or, or blood. The rest, or something. Of the, the rest of the movie doesn't stand up to that. Make it a PG-13 like it was supposed to be, and get that tween audience that you've been. <laughs> Which is New that is basically super tweens anyway. So I know, but that right there will make me not go see it. Well, it's not for you, but it's a quote X Men movie. So yes, it is. It's I a, read that comic book too. It's the X Men movie for tweens. Eh. You go see Logan. 
and let them see this. Thanks. Automatically go for the oldest member. They're old, Larry. You go for the old guy. That's the X rated. That's the, the R rated X Men movie. The next one is Eternals. I'm kind of iffy on that. Which one? Eternals. Oh, yeah, I don't know about that. <coughs> that's that's going to be an interesting one. Yeah, that one also screams 80s. Oh, that's good. Mortal Kombat's coming out with another one. Is it another one or a reboot? You know what? Let me, let me click on it and see. It's going to be a reboot. It's got to be. So you want to make a new Mortal Kombat movie, what you should do is base it on the new Mortal Kombat games and then do it like Ready Player One and go and get the licenses to the Predator and Alien, Jason, yeah. and all the other characters they've had you know, as downloadable content mm -hmm. and put them all in. That would be cool. Along with the Mortal Kombat characters. Exactly. If I can go over, knock on the cat corner door and say, hey, can we borrow a couple of yours? <laughs> that would be funny. Uh, Chun Li versus Freddy. So Uncharted. Um, I don't know anything about that movie. We won't talk about it. The <laughs> Grand Green Lantern Corps. That's because they didn't shit the bread the bed hard enough with the Green Lantern. Though I liked the movie. It is bad. Well, it's, that's a that's a tough character. That's a tough character to translate into a live action. You're you're right. It is. But damn. And they're going with Green Lantern Corps, so that yeah, of, so you can do the aliens from all over. You, and, you can focus more on the group right. rather than the individual. Um, Godzilla versus Kong. That one I will go see. You will? Oh yeah, I've seen the last two Godzillas and Skull Island. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, which they basically had to redo. I like that. Yeah, because he didn't look like Sonic from the game. He looked like a creepy. Yeah, people weird Sonic. People were not, yeah, not down with Sonic. And enough people said you were not going to go see this piece of shit, so they just went back and had to just redo his face, mostly. I mean, they redid the whole model. Yeah. So I mean, and I still haven't seen any um, images that show me what the changes they made the cats were. Oh yeah, no, I haven't seen a single change for that. I don't think they changed anything because no one's ever said boo about the uh, the, the, the second uh, uh, production run. Yeah, we'll see. I think I think they lied. I really do. I think it was a marketing ploy to get more people to like what you said. Go right beforehand so they can see it before it's changed. Everybody that I've heard that has seen it after it's been quote changed says the same thing. It's still weird and looks, odd. It looks like the trailer. Yeah. Top Gun, Maverick, Maverick, slash Top Gun Two, will not see this movie. Really? Why? One. Did you not like the first one? I did like Top Gun, and it doesn't hold up anymore. And two. This will be updated. No, it's the same. It's gonna, it's gonna be the same garbage. And I don't like him. Oh well, that, I can't help that. I I I think. Well, I was reading an article about it yesterday where they were talking about. Why they weren't more original cast members in the movie? Because they all said, "Oh no, we don't want to do this piece of shit." They were never asked. Oh, they don't. They don't want Kelly McGillis coming back at sixty-two to be the love interest. They don't. The only person they asked to come back was Cruz and Kilmer. Well, they don't, yeah, Kilmer's a freaking houseboat right now. No, he's, he's has he lost the weight? Yeah, he's lost the weight. Oh, all right. He's playing an admiral in this anyway. Yeah. Fast and Furious Nine. Well, I thought after Paul died, they would have just decided you know do one more and then kill it. 
but no. If it's making money, they're going to keep making it. Yeah, but it causes accidents because fucking stupid teens think they can do that shit. Also, we can't make movies about bank robbers because people want to rob banks. It's a lot harder to do than get in your car and go 150 on the fucking highway. I'm just saying. That's the problem with the kids, not the movie. Yeah, well, true. Uh, Morbius. Which, that's, that looks really good. I actually posted about that the other day. I know, and that looks good. And I'll give you this. He looks better in this. He looks better as Morbius than he did as, than Joker. as the Joker. And he can be just as weird and creepy as Morbius. Yeah. As he was as the Joker. Well, I mean, in, in Blade but, Runner too, he was he was that weird, creepy type guy. Yeah, but as the Joker, he was fair to poor. He's the millennials, Crispin Glover. Do we really want to give him that high of a title? Crispin Glover's is that a, really a high of a title. In my mind, it is. Crispin Glover's he's a weirdo, but he was good. I don't think he's that good. Let's just find a vehicle where we can cast Crispin Glover, Joaquin Phoenix, and Jared Leto in, in one movie together. And Randy Quaid. I don't know. It's got to be filmed in, like, the Sahara. I don't know if I want to subject anybody to... Oh, yeah. Oh, Quaid. yeah. Because the person who's a director of a film or two... Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> you just make... You just say, Randy, you do whatever you want. You're, you're in the background, but you'll be in every shot. And he'll just be back there with his tinfoil hat on and his moo-moo... Doing whatever the hell he does. You don't even have to mic him up. Let's just have like every intense conversation scene in the movie. We just have him standing there paying really close attention but not commenting. Exactly. That'd work perfect. And that'll be really creepy for everybody. Yeah. What is his deal? I don't then know. Then they don't even like acknowledge him. He's just like, yeah. Is yeah he he's dead. <laughs> is he a ghost? Now, the next one is Cyborg. Oh, they're really going to do that? Yeah. Hmm. You, what, you didn't think they were? I just didn't think they were going to... They're talking about doing a, a Titans movie, so... Oh, well, that I can see, yeah. I mean, the, nothing against the, the actor or his portrayal. No, it was, was actually... And it was a really good character, and he they was, looked good, too. He was pretty good. But, I mean, they just never made him interesting enough for me to go, mm, I want to see, see a solo movie with him. Well, if they did um, tip their hat to Flashpoint here the end of uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths. Oh, yeah, that was funny. He shows up at, as the uh, as the Flash in that. Yeah, the two Flashes mm -hmm. show up. Basically acknowledging the cinematic yeah. versions. And they're like, and I, I love the bit because I watched it on uh, on YouTube. I love how they're like, wow, that is so smooth. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Talking about their costumes. Yeah, they're admiring each other's costumes. Yeah, I thought that was really funny. Like, Yours looks really neat. And he's like, yours looks really comfortable. <laughs> That's really funny. I thought that was really funny. That, the, the TV Flash's costume... Looks more like I expect the Flash's costume to look. It looks a lot more practical, mm -hmm. but it's just not cinematic. It, it's not. I mean, no, it's not. It looks like something... It looks like it should. Yes. Which I, I give it. It looks like it should. And but that's just, why I... And I haven't watched the show. But it doesn't look like the kind of thing... You know, mostly because I don't have cable. But. And, you know, someone sitting at home watching it's going to like, oh man, I wish I had a costume like that. Caught dead in that, but yeah, if I had to run around real fast, that's what I'd be wearing. Exactly, you're going to be wearing a onesie. Hell, just ask Usain Bolt. He has when the fastest runner in the world, oh. Usain Bolt, Jamaican, got like I don't even know how many gold medals for running. Okay, he wears now. Granted, it's a shorts version, but it's all one piece. Mm -hmm. You put it on, and that's it. You don't have to. 
you know, I mean, all everything else, everything that this the cinematic Flash wears would slow him down, literally. It would. Especially designed. Yeah, I know. That's what they. Wing Tech designed it for. Yeah, that's what they're trying Star, to. No, Starlight designed it. That's what they're trying to say, but it's not true. So that's, that, what, that's what they were saying in, in the article. They're talking about you know that kind of opens the door. It you know acknowledges the cinematic universe exists in their multiverse, so that gives the DC cinematic universe a multiverse to play with. Yeah, and with Flashpoint coming out, but they said the problem with Flashpoint coming out is that we don't have the same Batman, so they have to recast that one, and they've already got a separate Batman franchise starting up. Yeah, with uh, Edward Cullen. Robert Pattinson. Uh, that's what I meant. That's uh, yeah. That, that's what I meant. Because it, it's kind of surprising. Because, um, oh God, uh, Negan. <laughs> his name just Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yeah, he's already posted something about. It. Looks like I'll be putting on the mask again. So they're thinking it's a reference to Flashpoint, where he'll be Thomas Wayne. Thomas Wayne as Batman. Yeah, that's that's been in the plan all along. Because you don't cast Jeffrey Dean Morgan for that one flashback scene. And then walk away and say, "Oh, wasn't that cool? We had a cameo in our movie." Yeah, no. Like, no, you've got plans, and yeah, obviously, Flashpoint is the, is the plan. So after the cyborg movie uh, is Mulan live action, the live action Mulan, which and I saw an, I saw the trailer for that, and we loved it. It looks really good to me. It lo- yeah, it looks like they they took it seriously. Yeah, uh, unlike the others with the Lion King. Which was basically all CGI'd. Well, what are you gonna do? And what was the other one they just did? No, 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 no. Lion, you go over, lion, you go over there and stand. Monkey, you pick up the other lion. <laughs> Monkey's like bullshit. <laughs> you pick up the lion. <laughs> I'm gonna play with the warthog. Then uh, they just did another one that was live. Oh, Aladdin, which was a vomit bucket waiting to spill. You haven't seen it, have you? No, and I won't. Uh, and Marissa doesn't want to see it. It might be really good. No, it's a vomit bucket. It might be really good. No, it's not. Have you seen it? No, of course not. Okay, then. But I'm not prejudging either. Well, I am. Because that's what I do. But I know my job. <laughs> but I know the thing is, if, <laughs> if, if something happens where I'm in a situation where I'm watching whatever and it comes on, I know not to expect an Aladdin like the animated version. It's going to be different because you're, you're, oh, the genie is going to be a different personality. I know, and that's but such a big part of the movie, of the animated movie. It's like, yeah, okay, don't expect that. Well, that but and watch it for what it is. Well, that and the guy who played Jafar was garbage because uh, he didn't sound anything like Jafar. What's well, a different have. take on Jafar? Yeah, it's a more feminine take on Jafar. That's fine. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. He's supposed to be a a gruff, mean thing, and now they have him a millennial basically that wants more power it's the thing that killed me about uh, Killmonger in Black Panther it, it didn't make him a whiny crybaby millennial and made him what he should be I th- his character would have been a thousand times better now the guy who acted as uh, uh, Michael B. Jordan yeah, he did a phenomenal job with what they gave him which was a steaming pile of rabbit shit and he turned it into something pretty but, uh, no. I'm not going to get into it. It's just... Mulan, I might see. The Lion King, I I might see. It's a big might. 
Well, I, if it was on like but Genie, I won't. The, the streaming service, I would click on it just so I could see what they did with it. You know, unless Marissa says to me no, I distinctly, "I want to watch this," but I'm not. I'm probably not gonna sit through the whole thing. Yeah, I think that they've killed can, it with I can Mulan. Watch Ken videos anyway. <laughs> Ass. I think they killed it with what with how they're gonna come about with Milan. So I will try and watch that. The next one is the redo of Dune. God bless them. I'm on the fence. God bless them. I'm on the fence because I love the original Dune. I have it. We refer to that in the filmmaking industry as the Widowmaker. I don't think, yeah. This I don't. One, this one they are planning to do it in multiple parts, right? I don't know. Because all I've heard is that they're just making Dune. You can't do Dune as, as a standalone movie or you'll be there for I like the original Dune. Well, Dune it is, takes fucking forever. Well, you you talking about the TV cut? The original cut's only like two ten something like that. Yeah, that's why it doesn't make a whole hell of a lot of sense. Yeah, because there's a lot of exposition in Dune. Dune is like a book of exposition with an action scene at the end. Yeah, I, I read it and I couldn't really get through it. And God help them if they try and do the other movies because it just gets ape shit after that. It's yeah, like, it's, it's just like who did what? To, who? What, yeah, what, wait, what, where? what are they doing? Who are these people? Who? Why are they doing that? Yeah, uh, the next one. Just, 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 just go with it. <laughs> exactly. Next one is Halloween Kills. Who's the cast list for that? Judy Greer, Michael Anthony Hall, Jamie Lee Curtis, Nick Castle, James Jude Courtney, Andy Matichak. Ma- yeah, sorry about that. It's released October 16 this year. See, I think they should have. They they should have done that. The one that they did. With Jamie Lee Curtis and ignore the rest of the sequels, which is fine, which is great, and because, then because three was in it, it was was horrible, and then the next one, reboot, just reboot it again, or get and get rid of Jamie Lee Curtis's character. We don't she, you know, they had their confrontation the first time, they had their rematch, let her character go and and start again, or you stop it with the last one they just did. Well, they're not gonna stop it because it made money. They're going to do another one. But I know, but that's because another, Halloween is full of but losers the, and morons who can't have an original start idea. Start the series over again, and let's take Jamie Lee Curtis and let her walk off into the sunset. You know, hey, here's here's her triumphant return. We've done that. We're going on with something different. Yeah. I'm not trying to keep it in that continuity because then it invalidates everything that happened in the movie previously. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bill and Ted 3, Bill and Ted Face the Music. Yeah, I've been seeing some... Some pictures from that one. That looks like it's going to be pretty funny. Because it looks like, you know, it looks like Keanu came back to play. He's yeah, he's there, and I never had any doubts about Alex Winter because he's been wanting to do this for a while. Yeah, I knew uh, he was all in. Uh, Keanu was the one that she kind of had to well, wonder that's, whether or not he was going to. He would go I mean, for it. Or Alex not. was asking. He was like, "Do you want to do it? Do you want to do it? Do you want to do it?" And he's just like, "You know what? Let's do it." Well, he, he looks like he's all in. Well, no, because he was well. Everything he does, he does pretty much f- full bore. Cause you know, he's not like not having that thing like no, I'm an action star now, and I do this type of work, this type of work. From from what yeah. they've said about Keanu, what I've seen, what I've he seen, has a hard time saying no. From what I've seen of this, he looks like he's he's there to do. Oh yeah, Bill and Ted. I think it'll be funny as shit. And when it comes now, out, if they, now if they threw in this random action scene in the middle of the movie where he just kicks ass, that would be even just funnier. completely out of the blue, and then. They go back to being Bill and Ted. That would be funny too. <laughs> he grew up to be John Wick, and he grew up to be John Wick. And that's why Wild Stallions hadn't 
hadn't done what they were supposed to do. And nobody knows. Yeah, nobody knows. John Wick 4, Bill and Ted 3. <laughs> one movie. John Wick 4. It's just like at the end of one fight scene, he just does in a little air guitar. <laughs> <laughs> Next one is one that all fanboys are looking forward to. I'll be the judge of that. Ghostbusters Afterlife. Okay. So, yeah. And I like the trailer. I like the trailer, but it, it doesn't remind me of Ghostbusters. No, it's not supposed to. It, it, it doesn't remind me of Ghostbusters, but it doesn't actually tell me a whole lot about what we're going to get either. Which is even better. I like the fact that they're in Egon's... They're in Egon's house. Yeah, Egon's gone. Yeah, well, I know that, yeah. The Stranger Things kid's mom is broke so they gotta move into Egon's house and I mean I think it's really cool because you see all the stuff it's all dusty you see his mold spores and fungus which I thought was hilarious because the minute they passed over there I went oh holy shit this is Egon's house it looks good I like the chair that can shoot out with the kid on it I love it it looks like it's gonna be a lot of fun I can't wait for it Yeah, and it looks like it's gonna be a lot of fun and they've got the right director for it exactly If, if Ivan's not gonna do it Jason needs to do it. Yeah. He's got the pedigree and he's he's good on his own. That is, is very he's, true. He's a funny guy. Then the next movie, which is on here twice, is Scoob. Scoob. Scooby-Doo. Yeah, I know. What's the, what's the premise of Scoob? It's a movie about Scoob. Scooby-Doo. Just Scooby-Doo? Just growing up and hanging with, I guess, Neil. I mean, uh, Shaggy. And it's going to be a full-blown mystery in ink inspector or is this going to be just like a pup named Scoob no it his it's called Scoob with an exclamation point and his little tag on right, the bottom right. his epic tale begins it comes out three days before my birthday so it's an origin story of Scooby Doo yes and it's got Mark Wahlberg Amanda Seyfried yeah. I've never been able to say her name right Zac Efron, Will Forte, Gina Rodriguez, and Frank Welker in it. Oh, Frank Welker is doing the voice? Cool. I guess. Well, he is the voice of Scooby-Doo. I mean, he, the original voice of Scooby-Doo. And, Who? And, God, damn <laughs> near every other animated character in existence. He does everybody but Optimus Prime. Everybody but Optimus Prime, the Looney Tunes, and the various Casey Kasem characters. So, yeah... That's coming out. Um, I don't know. I'm surprised. That, I'm actually kind of surprised that Welker is doing it. Ooh, because I mean he's. Uh, yeah, it's got a little. It's got a young Shaggy in it. You know, Mark Hamill was doing it for a while. Shaggy? Scooby. Oh yeah. No, Matthew Lillard's doing Shaggy now. I don't know if he's still doing it anymore. I thought he stopped. He was the official. Is he voice? Last time I heard. Oh, and they said Fred looks different. Hold on, there's a first look images. I can't see that. I know you can't. Oh, wow, he does look different. No, that's Scott. Oh, no, he just looks completely different. I mean, he does look younger, too. I guess that's what they're kind of going for. The hair's about right. The, the color scheme's about right. Just no ascot. He's wearing a t-shirt. Under a coat. Under a coat. But it's the same, co- it's the same color scheme. Yeah, and I like the, I like the border of the t-shirt is that orange ascot color. Where's an ascot? Fred. I know. But that, that always made people kind of not like him. 
Because <laughs> he always came off as the rich kid. Like, like he should be, like his dad should be Ted Knight, you know? Well, and he should be hanging out at Bushwood. He is the rich kid. Him, him and Daphne. Yeah, it makes him more, makes him more personable. Velma looks basically the same. Actually, she looks kind of Barbie dollish. What? You can't have a Barbie doll Velma. See? Well, it's just the shape of the head. Well, yeah. And the nose. Daphne looks about right. Yeah, Daphne hasn't really changed. She looks about right. Scoob looks about right. I mean, it's cute. Yeah. It looks cute. This depends on the... This is another one of those things where it depends on the writing, you know? Yes. You see how the, the humor works. Yeah. Because you, you don't really go to Scooby-Doo for the mystery. No. Although it would be like really cool if they came out with a great mystery story to go with it. It would be really cool. Like Murder on the Orient Express, Scooby-Doo. Well, they don't do on Murder. I'm just saying that but, kind of really good, you get a, like, solid, you know... Like a Poirot story, but Scooby. Yeah. Okay, so there's that. And like we said, it looks cute. Um, then, and I don't know what I think about this. A Quiet Place 2. I haven't seen the first one. But people people raved about it. I haven't either. It didn't really do a lot for me. I mean, it made money, so people are coming out with a sequel. <laughs> but is it, was there really that much left open at the end that that's what that? I don't understand a lot of people said it was a good solid movie so that means it had a good beginning a good middle and a good end I mean it could have ended unresolved obviously it could have like Tremors you know? yeah there's just so much stuff out there the two of us plus I don't like going to the theaters don't have time to go see everything and we're not paid to so if you would like to support us and the podcast by Buying paying movie by paying us to go to movies and then bitching about them. And, you know, and talking about them on the hey, show. Hey, we'll welcome, be more than happy. Welcome to the internet. Um, and then finally, on this I list. I saw that damn Lawrence of Arabia. I liked Lawrence, Lawrence of Arabia. The lighting was horrible. <laughs> um, the final one on this is. Completely unbelievable story. The Invisible Man. Are we still doing that? According to this. Is, it, is Universal still trying to put together their MonsterVerse? I guess. Or is this like something that was in pre-production and then MonsterVerse fell apart and it's like, ah, fuck it. I don't know. It comes out the end of next month. So we will be at the Women in Horror Film Festival when it comes out. Well, what's the cast list? Aldous Hodge, Storm Reed, Elizabeth Moss. That's kind of cool. Sam Smith, Harriet Dyer, Oliver Jackson Cone, Benedict Harold. Isn't he dead? Oh, I'm sorry. Hardy. Emily Golden. Anthony Brandon Wong, Zara Michaels, and Bianca Pompadora. So nobody from the previous movies. No. From the previous MonsterVerse movies. No. All right. So we're, we're doing it. We're starting again. Apparently. Ooh, that reminds me. I just saw the picture. What do you think about the, and we're going off, it's on topic, but we're going off the list now. Uh, so I can close that screen. Um, Fantasy Island as a horror film. I can go with it. I saw that and I got a half chub. It depends on who they get to play Rourke, first off. Oh, they got the guy who who's from Ant Man. The the guy who talks really fast, you know, I gotta explain things to you. No. But he does a lot of more serious roles anyways. They got that guy though. Yes. And I think it's perfect because I mean, not that Mr. Rourke's gonna be in it a lot. No. But he right. he does set the tone for everything. And he's kinda dark. 
This guy plays a lot of darker, more drama Jared roles. Jared Leto. Yeah. <laughs> There's a psycho role we have. We just, just, just assume. <laughs> Joaquin wasn't available? They can always look for a new guy. No, like they're, me. they're talking about Joker 2. <laughs> no. Do you like Nolan? That's true, I don't. They are talking about Joker 2, though. Yeah, but I don't know that, I don't know that Joaquin's thinking about it. Last I was reading, this, they were, if they if he doesn't do it, no one's going to go see. They were kicking it around, and, and I, I seem to recall him saying something like, "Well, we kind of did the movie." Yeah, if they did it, and he's not in it, I don't think people will see it. I think people will go, eh, "He's not in it. Never mind." Hmm. Though, I do like the idea because, in all reality, I remember maybe it was the '90s. They tried to do another Fantasy Island, and it failed. Yeah, it wasn't bad. It was darker. Malcolm McDowell. Yeah, and it was darker, though. That was, a, that was a pretty good choice. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But it was darker, and it didn't do good. Because well, people yeah. want, people who were watching it were up, were basically us. Well, what? And they are like, it's too dark. Yeah, well, he went and made it a little darker, updated, modernized it. And added that uh, travel agency element to it. Yeah. Which is actually, you know, people kind of always wondered, how are people booking trips yeah, to Fantasy trips Island? To Fantasy Island. Yeah. It's on the love boat. Well, that happened. I know. The Love Boat did go to Fantasy Island. They dropped off Marsha Brady. Yeah. But, yeah, that was a good element they threw in there. It just the only, didn't the, catch on. The only thing that I am not a big fan of with it is it seems kind of Saw-like. Or maybe Cabin in the Woods. What? The new one? The new one. Well, it's not going to be a slasher movie. It's going to be a... No, no. A slasher fantasy is to be in a horror movie. Which that would... I, well, I, I mean... I would skip the family vacation that year. Yeah. That's what Dad's, <laughs> Dad's fantasy is. Yeah. Dad, what's with the eyes? Nothing. <laughs> um, Bill, my fantasy is a divorce. I like, yeah. I like the idea they're going to do a horror film of it because it's always been on that edge. Even when it was the lovey-dovey, squishy 80s, 70s, always, 80s it version, was it was always that little thin line because yeah, things would always go wrong. Well, the point was that you don't really want what you think you want. Exactly. They're like little morality tales, like Twilight Zone. But what the original Fantasy Island had going for it is that they had basically an all-star cast. Mm-hmm. Every week they'd bring in somebody, you know, Larry Storch or whoever, just happened to be the be the celebrity on hand. Yeah. Charo. Charo. Charo did a lot of Love Boat. She did a lot I, of Love Boat. I think she did a Fantasy Island, too. I'm not sure. She might have. She did a tremendous amount of Love Boat. <laughs> because Fantasy Island came on after Love Boat, so it was a, a good pairing. Mm-hmm. You know, seeing Marsha Brady, you know, I would come like to the island. I would like to see a love boat movie. You could do one. You could do one, and I mean, you would have to set the right tone. Yeah, I don't mean horror movie. I'm just saying in no, general, no, no, not a horror movie. No, no, let's not do that one. But if you wanted to make it like seven hundred million dollar opening, you catch Patrick Stewart as Captain Stubing. Absolutely. What do you, people would lose their shit over that? Oh yeah, and then uh, actually, and then, you, you go really funny and make almost the entire crew from the Starship Enterprise the Love Boat crew, but you don't make Jordy blind. Because then they're, they're, actually, you make they Jordy. I don't think they ever. I don't think they ever did a, a chief engineer on the on the Love Boat, Pacific Princess. No, but you have Jordy play. Oh crap! I just forgot his name. No, that's come on. It's gotta be blind casting, and 
Besides, if you want to cast somebody from Star Trek as Isaac, yeah, it's got to be Brent Spiner. He could play a version of that that would be. That's true. A, a little creepy, really funny. That's that that is true. But then, how would you? Where would you put Jordy? You don't have to have Jordy in the movie. No. You're, if you're cast, unless you're just casting the cast of the next generation as the crew of the Love Boat, which you want to spread it out amongst the other franchises. I guess. Yeah, I guess. It would be, but, I mean, think about it. Did you cast Robert Picardo as, as Doc? You, no. You, you can't get around that. He's got to be there. Yeah. Yeah. Would he be a hologram? No. That would be funnier. Unless you said, unless you did a Love Boat, like, Love Boat 2050. <laughs> so you said it in the future, too. 2150. Twenty-one fifteen. All right, I'm go. I'm down with this movie. It's it's the love boat, but it's science fiction, and it's highly meta. Oh yeah, highly. I'm just screaming through the whole movie. Meta, 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 meta. Like this is the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. The only difference between Captain Steubing and Captain Picard is intensity. True. And Captain Steubing is a very personable guy. He takes his job seriously. He's Didn't a, he have a did Steubing have a second command? I don't think we ever saw a, a second command. No, because I, I mean he must he must have done, but it was a, it was, was always Steubing, the girl, Julie. Yeah, Julie. Vicky, his daughter. Isaac, Doc, Gopher, Gopher, Ted McGinley. He's, who was Ted McGinley? He closes out every TV series. Oh well, I'm not. Anytime a series is about to fold, they bring in Ted McGinley. Okay, well, we're not putting Ted McGinley in it. Yeah, we have to. Why? But we're going to put Ted McGinley in it. <laughs> is it possible? Yeah. He still works. Does he? Yeah. He, he does a lot of work. Yeah. It's really weird because when people see him, he's like, and we have to cast that guy. And we have to cast Charles Green as one of the, well, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the, 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 the boat patrons. Yeah. Because yeah. the main characters are the, are the passengers. Exactly. We'd have to have Kevin Smith as one of the guests. Because it's Kevin Smith. And it, and it would be funny. Him and so he's basically doing the Larry Storch part. Yeah. He's the lovable loser. Yeah. Well, what, what, we can just carry cast Larry Greenstein for that one. You'd you have to have a lovable loser passenger yeah, exactly. who eventually hooks up with somebody. and Way above his uh, pay grade. And you have to See if Charo will come back and he can hook with Charo. The couple, <laughs> the couple that's been together a long time and the the spark is gone and they have to rekindle their yeah and then you have like the, the I guess what, Charles could be the lovable loser though you have the wealthy widower or whatever ooh that would be Charles Charles would be wealthy widower actually we should have Charles just play Doc <laughs> he'd be like damn it I got another doctor role does it pay yeah it's gonna have to we got Picard running the ship what are you talking about I don't think we ever saw him on the bridge. Who, uh, Steubing? Yeah. He had too much to do. Captain spends most of his time on the bridge. You know, he has to have those dinners at the table. Dinners yeah. at the table? Yeah, the captain's table. And he's got to go around and make sure all the passengers are hooking up. And <laughs> he's got to go talk to... <laughs> That's Julie's job. He's got to go talk to Doc about whatever weird thing's going on in, in Doc's world. Well, considering with all the people getting sick on ships lately, we could literally take one of the stories that are out there and turn it into... Oh, no, no. I mean, Love that... Boat to Dysentery. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm talking about for Doc's side of things, you know. Would this be a multi-picture? 
because the, the Pacific Crisis is perfect and efficiently run. Exactly. Yoic still exists. Yeah. It's just my not like it was. My parents wrote on it back in the 90s after they had revamped it the first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They wrote on it. They're like, check out what boat we're on. And they took a picture of this, the stack and it had the thing on it. I went, is that the love boat? And sure enough, on the front of the boat, it says the love boat. And when they got off the next the next port, they took a picture. I went, I sent back, holy shit. And <laughs> <laughs> I was, was going to ask a bunch of questions, but. They were already off the boat. They were off the boat. Well, no, that was just for port, but they wouldn't have gotten 90% of the references. Did you see Cap Stupid? You know, how's Julie? What? Go talk to Isaac. Go out order a drink from Isaac. What? Who? What? Always, always made me laugh because Isaac seemed to be at every bar on the boat. No matter where the scene was. Well, Isaac since we're doing it in 2150, we could make... With the bartender hologram, so he's at every bar. Yeah, so it would be Data or Brent Spiner at every bar because it's a hologram. But if, no matter where you talk to him, he knows everything you've said to him because it's... Exactly, because it's AI. Because you know, Isaac worked the, the bar in the restaurant. Isaac worked the bar on every deck. He was on the Lido deck, yeah. And a poop deck. Poop. That would be a funny one. And we'll get even more meta. The, the young couple in the movie, or well, the middle-aged couple in the movie, would be uh, Kate Winslet and Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> the one that's having the, the marital troubles. Y- yeah, yeah. You know, trying to rekindle their romance. Yeah. Yeah, and when they first get on, you know, you don't see that's anything. A, that's like the very first line is when they're getting on there. It's like, well, I'm surprised you even talked me on to another cruise. Yeah, after the last one. So there we go. That's movies and uh, our our new idea. And since it'll be on the air, some ass face will hear this. It's probably already in production. Someone will hear this and be a, like, "Ooh, yeah, twenty one fifty. We'll get all these people to do it, and we're not going to give these two schmoes any credit." Hit IMDb right quick. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't want to. I'm afraid. All right, so um, cue movie music. And there you have it. Another episode of Achieving Reality, the podcast, done and done. I hope you enjoyed listening to us talk about the movies that are coming out this year. Kind of interested in that Scoob movie, but I don't know. Also, don't forget... February 27th through the 29th is the Women in Horror Film Festival being held at The Strand in Marietta, Georgia. You happen to be in uh, the Atlanta area. Come on up and give us a uh, hello and a slap on the back and uh, you get to meet uh, Larry and Chris from Achieving Rally the Podcast. So for Chris, Marissa in parentheses, myself and everybody else, I'd just like to say... Dead air. <laughs> it's a shitload. Hey, everybody, Larry here from Achieving Reality, the podcast. So, you've missed the last few episodes, have you? That's cool. We got you covered now. That's right. Achieving Reality, the podcast, is now on Spotify. Nice, right? 
So, now you can listen to us on Podbean, Google Play, Google Podcasts, and iTunes, and Spotify. We're growing and growing. I mean, wow. Follow us on Facebook and give us a listen on all of our new platforms and our old platforms. Sit back, relax, and enjoy Achieving Reality, the podcast. See you soon. So uh, I don't know if our listeners know, though they might because I talk about it enough. Episode 350? Well, there's that. Yes, this will be episode 350. Hey, everybody! We're 350 episodes in. That means we've done a lot. We're slow learners. 52 weeks a year. You do the math. It's a bunch. It's a lot. It's a shitload. Actually, no, 500 weeks. No, 500 is a butt ton. A butt ton. So yeah, we're in a shitload right now. Uh, by the time we retire, we'll be a gigafuttload. <laughs> a gigafuttload. A gigabuttload.